This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. You, 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 welcome to another episode of Everyday Celebrity Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Awandi, and we are on location. We are at uh, one of the famous bars in San Francisco called Gestalt in the Mission. And I'm here with the owner of Gestalt, goes by the name of Daniel. Welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Daniel is a little hungover. That's correct, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you had a wild night. Yeah, not too wild, but yeah, you know, goes a little, goes a little later than we should mm-hmm. always here. Uh-huh. And yeah, we got to uh, take it down a notch so we don't neighbors don't call the police. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're located in San Francisco in the Mission, um, and you own this bar, right? Correct. Owned it since two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yeah. What was it before? It was a it was a cafe called Cafe Macondo, so it's like a bookstore cafe. It mm. was like I was kind of considered a very like a socialist bookstore with Cesar Chavez on the walls, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, it was a it's a sleepy little bookshop cafe. Okay. And then uh, somebody bought it and turned it into a beer and sausage spot, uh-huh. and then I bought into that and bought everybody out and took it over. So. And then you got you just you basically just got rid of the sausage. What's that? You got rid of the sausages? No, they're they're you know they uh they'll be back. They're uh-huh. just temporarily gone since COVID. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll have them back. We'll bring them back. Sure, it's part of our business model. I mean, it's kind of what our identity identity is: mm-hmm. sausages and beer, pinball. So is Gestalt? Uh, is that a German name? Yeah, it's a it's a German term for. It kind of means. Uh, and there you have it. It's kind of the sum of the, some of the parts, right? Some of everything. Uh, yeah, something like that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Are you German? I have German, Irish, English. Um, I didn't come up with it. You the didn't name. come up with the name? No. Yeah, I bought it. And somebody already done it. it was, yeah, it's a, it's a theme, a German theme bar where you get your sausage and your beer mm. at the bar. So there's no kitchens. It's kind of done right. Everything there right at the bar. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, you bought this bar in 2007. Was San Francisco the same back then, do you think, as it is uh, now? Yeah, it seems to have changed quite a bit. Um, there's still a lot of, uh, still the same number of psychotics and schizophrenics walking around, but but it's uh, it's become a lot more gentrified, and um, it's, yeah, all the cool kids seem to have gone over to Oakland because they can't afford to live here anymore, but that's uh, that's been that way for since that uh, you know yeah the tech boom are you originally from san francisco i'm originally from st louis missouri i went to mm-hmm. school in new orleans i came out here i graduated graduate school um to, that was in uh, 94 mm-hmm. 1994 1994 how was it like in 1994 when you got out? Was it, it was, were you it were was you like great. culture I mean, shock coming from new orleans what's that now was it like a culture shock when you came out mm-hmm. here from new orleans yeah completely different um yeah Mm. Yeah, less like it was nice rednecks to get out. and shit. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, less rednecks for sure. It was nice to get the hell out of the south for sure. Um, and yeah, and get away from all the heat and humidity. Mm. So, 
Yeah. What uh, made you move over here? I did a postgraduate fellowship in healthcare management uh-huh. at the VA Medical Center, San mm-hmm. Francisco. So came out and worked about 10 years in healthcare and then it's kind of a bull in a china shop. I got out of that because um, mm-hmm. I really had no business. No reason to be in a hospital unless you're a care provider or you're sick. Mm-hmm. Right? So I realized I had no business in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Just wasn't really, I had kind of muddle fucked my way into that career. <laughs> Were you stealing uh, drugs when you were working there? Who was I stealing on drugs? Were you stealing uh, like morphine and shit, Adderall, when you were working there? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, get, I get yeah. those vibes from. No, you. unfortunately, no. I didn't get my hands on any, any good drugs from the no. hospital. No, um, San Francisco <laughs> provided all that for me. Okay. On the streets, uh, yeah. Did you? So you got into drugs when you came out to San Francisco? Yeah, pretty bad. I mean, I was into drugs anyway, mm-hmm. but. But it just got it just got worse. Uh, yeah, kind of progressive. You know, how say drug addiction is progressive. Kind of did. Uh, Talking to the mic, Daniel. Huh? Talking to the mic. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, you know, I so, yeah. Always been a you know, recreational drug user. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah. The, so you have you have this bar. Were you ever? Did you ever have a business before you owned this place? No, I just have a master's in healthcare management. Um, uh-huh. I just kind of bought this place. And uh, I mean, how did you fall into like buying a bar? You know that's a good question. It was, um, I, I can't even tell you, I can't remember how I ended up buying this bar, but I got help from my father, actually. Mm-hmm. He was a doctor. He helped me out. So I would need to get out of healthcare. So mm-hmm. he, uh, yeah, helped me buy this place. So you just said, Dad, I, I need some money because I'm interested in buying yeah. this bar, and he gave yeah. it to you? Is your dad still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Is he still? In New Orleans. Okay. Does he ever come out here to visit the bar and see how it is? Yeah, he came out um, one year when the Giants were in the World Series. Mm-hmm. And it was it was good to have him out here to see how successful this place has been mm-hmm. at, at its best. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So um, when you bought the bar, right, were you a frequent, frequent, uh, I don't know. Did you frequently come to the bar before you owned it? No, I've been to Mission bars, but not this one. Why? So, what made you buy this one? It That's was, a good question. I don't know, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find out myself. Like, what made me? Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. You don't? <laughs> I have no idea. Are you happy you bought it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people love this place. It's got a lot of history, and it's great to you know. Run the spot and have people tell me all the time. I'm gonna say love it. It's, you know, it's mm. a it's a it's a divey bar that people can relax in and enjoy. It, so it's not too pretentious in any way, shape, or form. Uh-huh. And it's fun. You got sports and pinball and mm-hmm. good brew. And What's the craziest shit that has gone on in this bar? Because every dive bar is known for crazy shit. That's why it's called a dive bar. Yep. So what's like? Did you catch people fucking in the bathroom? Like, like people shooting up? Like, what's what craziness goes on in this place? Oh yeah, you know, um, fights and yeah, um, yeah. I haven't caught anybody in the bathroom. I mm. caught somebody in a walk-in, in the walk-in, <laughs> hanging out the other day. Uh huh. Somehow he got in there. I was in the bathroom. He walked him back, and I opened up the refrigerator, and there it was, <laughs> just hanging out, <laughs> sitting on the floor. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing in my walk-in? Uh huh. Said I'm hiding from my life. So I'm just trying to run from my life. I said don't do that shit. <laughs> Damn. I understand. So what are some issues that you? What are some issues that you uh, come across owning a, owning a business? 
Oh, um, you know, just uh, theft mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, um, theft and and crazy people coming in. You know, there's a lot of crazy people in San Francisco, and they can come in and shit themselves and grab somebody's beer and mm. slam it and break shit and go nuts and uh, you know, just got to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you don't like homeless people, you don't like crazy people. You shouldn't be living in San Francisco. Can't deal with it. So it's part of the fabric of society here. So have you ever? Has there ever been a time where you were like, I want to sell this place. I, I I don't want to stress anymore. Yeah, you know, I uh, I turned it over to the managers a couple times where I just left. I went to New Orleans for years and turned it over and had somebody run it for me. And that was uh, you know, because it's it's stressful to run it. Mm-hmm. day in day out this place is the margins are slim it's you got to gross 35 40k a mm-hmm. month just to break even mm-hmm. and um so it's, it's not there's not a lot without booze there's mm-hmm. not a lot of you know a lot of profit in it unless you work it unless you're managing it and bartending it mm-hmm. only real way to make money off of it i can't it's not so basically know. not having employees yeah basically mm-hmm. having few out yeah so how were you able to stay afloat uh during all this covid shit well by coming back i came back in uh october and sat in the door pretty much alone with some help some volunteers mm-hmm. but it was really just about me in the doorway selling mm-hmm. beer to go mm-hmm. and lucky that i was able to do that because a lot of businesses couldn't afford to do that they have kitchen staff or whatever that they couldn't run everything themselves mm-hmm. this is a simple enough operation that I was able to run it myself mm. and stick it out, apply for grants, and just ride it out. Mm-hmm. Still negotiating with my landlord, try to figure out how to pay all the back rent he wants. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 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 the crazy thing because a lot of bars out here, a lot of staples like that's been bars that have been here in this community, this neighborhood for like years and years and years and then this COVID shit happened now they're closed down for good like so it's like and then I feel like there's gonna be there's gonna be an influx of like big company like uh, big company people who come in and buy buy all these buildings out and then they're gonna like turn it into something else that it's it's totally opposite to of what the mission uh, is all about that's what you think yeah pretty much um so it feels like feels like they're trying to push out small businesses. Yeah, um, it's not. I don't feel like and, it's a and build like build condos and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's. I don't think it's a conspiracy. It's just a very convenient way, you know, mechanism to get rid of small businesses to shut them down. Don't give them anything. Mm. Right. It's, it's, it feels like that's what we're doing: getting shut down and not giving any help. Mm. So it's uh it's frustrating, but um, it's a grudge match. It's personal. Mm. So I'm sticking it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, it's not you know, can't can't uh, can't you know roll over and then just uh, die off. There's a lot of full liquor bars that are around me that are, that have had to throw in the towel, and I'm lucky to be around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, tell me about your life growing up in um, where the fuck did you say you were from? New Orleans, St. Louis, New Orleans, so, uh, St. Louis, right? So tell me about your life growing up in St. Louis. How was that like? Because I mean, St. Louis is the South, and I, I it's Midwest, but yeah, yeah, okay, um, yeah. So, so how, what was your life like growing up there? You know, um, it was pretty standard, lower middle class uh, neighborhood, um, and uh, yeah, played a lot of soccer, smoked a lot of weed, mm. drank a lot of beer, mm. and yeah, um, pretty pretty straightforward. 
Mm -hmm. um, musical environment. My, my brother's a pretty accomplished musician. Taught me a lot about music, so it's been really, is your brother really important to the to the uh, identity of this place is the DJs and the music we have coming through here. Is your brother so, famous? No, he's just a he's an underground musician in New York. He owns a bar in Brooklyn, mm. and uh, still does music, but yeah, wouldn't call him famous. <laughs> is he in a band? Yeah. Mm. Yes, sir. Is it Metallica? No, it's <laughs> name of the band was Blind Idiot God. Oh. So look it up, check it out. Nice. <laughs> Instrumental <laughs> hardcore and reggae. So you only have one sibling? Yeah. Are you guys close? No, not anymore. No. Yeah. What happened with that? He's a bit of a tyrant, so he doesn't really. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't talk much anymore. Mm. But that's another issue entirely. Yeah. Mm. Um, so when you were in St. Louis, uh, when did you move to New Orleans? I went. I went to undergraduate school there, and I. Uh, 1986. Uh, yeah. So I graduated high school in 86 and went 86 to 94 mm. to Tulane University. Okay. Yeah. Tulane. I'm going, I'm going to uh, New Orleans Memorial Day weekend. Um, you are? And we're staying nice. uh, close to Tulane. Uh, what yeah. district is that? What's that? What district is that where Tulane is? Oh, you know, it's uptown. So, uptown. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> uptown New Orleans. Have you been back nice. to New Orleans since you uh, left? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was living there the past four or five years. Mm. So I was not even living in San Francisco the past four or five years. Why'd you come back? Well, I came back because this bar was going to fail without nobody oh, okay. left. Okay. So I had to, basically, I was the only one that could save it. You know? mm. So it's been have, torture. Have you ever thought about uh, investing in another bar? Like something yeah, in New if Orleans? I, had money, <laughs> I would buy a liquor <laughs> license for this sucker. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, no, I would, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, this is it for me. Mm. <laughs> Until you retire? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, now. Yeah, sorry. What's up? Pretty much. For podcast. All right. Okay. That's yeah. I have that too. So, uh, yeah, if you guys hearing shit, we have customers walking in. It's a real, uh, it's a real vibe. So, um, so New Orleans, and so you were in you were in school and for college. You were in college, uh, nursing school, uh, public health degree, public health degree. Yeah. And then now for something completely different, I own a beer and sausage bar. So what made you study public health? Was that was that your passion back yeah, in those days? Yeah, my, no, my father was a doctor, and he's you know always be sick people. You want a job, get a job in healthcare. Mm. So I motherfucked my way into a healthcare management degree, which I had no business in. Mm -hmm. It was a bull in a china shop. Mm -hmm. It sucked. Administration healthcare was a nightmare. Yeah. Was your dad disappointed when you stopped? No. 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 What kind of doctor is your dad? He's, in, he's an oncologist. So he's a radiation oncologist. He treats cancer patients. Oh, damn. Radiation. So you guys are like some rich uh, Southern family, huh? I didn't grow up. No, he was, a, he was a scientist. He went to medical school at 38. So I was growing up. He made seventeen thousand dollars a year when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. so not grow up rich, mm -hmm. and he said, "No way." Yeah. <laughs> Is he retired now? I'm assuming. Yeah, he's retired. He's retired last year. Okay. Nice. What about your mom's? My mom died a couple months ago. Mm. She's seventy nine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you. Uh, so after you left school in New Orleans, uh, how long did you stay in New Orleans t until you came to California? 
Uh, you know, I, I was there from 86 to 94. I came out here, was here for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And then went back for there for five, and now I'm back. Came out back out here in October. How old are you? I'm 53 years old. 53. So were you... Uh So when you around in the 60s? No, I was born in 1968. Oh, so you missed the whole hippie movement and all that shit? Okay. Okay. So when you came out to California, what was your plan? Um, work in a hospital doing management, managing clinics in a, in a public hospital, public health. Mm -hmm. I did that for about eight or ten years. Mm -hmm. And somehow managed to end up, ended up in this spot. Okay. Nice. So this made every mistake you could make about the bar. Starting, yeah. Okay. Every single mistake you could make, <laughs> oh, like more than once. What, like what kind of yeah. mistakes? What was the hardest thing that you had to learn? Hardest thing I had to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, not to do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> at work. And then it's all over the place. And it's, yeah, it's difficult, not at work, but yeah, I mean, and yes, yes, at work. Okay. In yeah. general. Just did you, did you end up getting addicted to cocaine? Pretty much, yeah. Are you still addicted to cocaine? No. No? No. But you do it here and there? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, the quality <laughs> of it is so bad, it's not worth doing it anymore. Uh. Somebody really, really ought to do something about the quality of drugs in this country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, your, uh, your congressman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... You were addicted to cocaine back in the days, and did Hell that yeah. did that affect your your business? Yes. Like were um, you were you still in the profits, like uh, getting yes. the coke? Exactly. That's the that's the risky run. Is this? You have a cash business and a mission, mm -hmm. and you get addicted to cocaine, and it is yeah you can ruin your business that way. It's not mm. recommended. Yeah. Um, but it it was uh, luckily luckily survived it, mm -hmm. and I left to try to get my act together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and how did you how did you get dragged to go? Just uh, had to again learn it all the hard way, mm -hmm. and yes, help my health was not. Then I couldn't survive doing it. Did you go to like uh, rehab or something? Yes, several times. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so again, learning everything the hard way, and uh, yes, um, character building mm -hmm. at least. Yeah, okay. But uh, people can still come in here and, 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 and do some bumps if they want to, right? Yeah, people, yeah. There's always that going on. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's still allowed. Yeah. That's crazy. So explain uh, to me the vibe of this bar. Like, why should people come to this place? Well, I mean, it's, a, it's, got, it's got a nice vibe. It's actually, um, there's no hard alcohol. So it's, it's... Yeah, that's weird. Why isn't there any hard alcohol? It's a whole different permit. And it's a quarter of a million dollars to... If you can find one. To I get a permit to do, uh, to like sell whiskey and shit? Yes, you need a separate permit. We have a, we have a beer and wine license here. And um, yeah, and it's, and it's just uh, sports, pinball, DJs, live music. And Let's say if you, like you have the permit for beer and wine, right? Let's say if you get a shipment of whiskey and start uh, like selling whiskey, would someone get shut down real quick? Yeah, I would but what's the chances that. of you getting caught though? Oh, uh, very you think good. it's big? I mean, yeah, I would never even try it. Are like are like people like patrolling uh, bars and shit to the, see? Uh, ABC, sure, sure, yeah. How many times has ABC been in here? 
Um, they come through occasionally. Um, you know, we don't give them a real reason to. And when they come, what do they do? Just walk around. They and, walk around. Do they announce themselves? Say I'm ABC. Yeah, they come through and they like, you know, like some Nazis and let me see your papers. Oh, they want to see your paper. Your paper. Yeah, this one. Yeah, just checking to make sure you're doing. You're on the up and up. How much is a beer and wine uh, permit? Um, that was it. You know, it's an eight. It, it's an eight hundred dollar a year permit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that we got to redo every year. It's not not a big amount of money. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, yeah, the, the uh, how much it cost originally, I don't remember. And then you need another permit to sell. Do you need a permit to sell them hot dogs and sausages and shit? No, no, no. I mean, you have to have the right uh, setup. Health health uh, department has to come through and check out, make sure you're you have a clean operation. So mm-hmm. you can't, yeah. So we're, okay. Our kitchen has to be, yeah, has to be health code. What year do you think you had the best year on in this bar? No, probably um, 2010. What was going on in 2010? 11, 13, 12, 13. Mm. Um, sports. You know, mm. doing. We're lucky to have three different World Series and like three different NBA championships and two NFL Super Bowls mm. at the city. So we're lucky to have that, and it was uh, super, super crowded and super, super fun. Mm. We were in one of the spots that was on the news for the uh, when the World Series. Oh yeah! So we had people outside watching our HD projector from the, from the sidewalk, mm-hmm. watching the game, packed place, mm-hmm. and it was a great vibe. Are you a sports fan? A sports fan? Yeah, yeah, big soccer fan. But I like all sports for the most part. Yeah, you you don't look like a, a soccer. Uh, look at you, you don't get the vibe of soccer fan. You don't, don't look like a soccer fan. No. You look like a fucking uh, what's that shit when they on the Olympics when they roll that little puck on the ice and then they go like this. <laughs> curling. Yeah, curling. That's what yeah. you look like. It's pretty cool too, though. <laughs> but no, I'm a bit of a I'm an English Premier League fan. I'm I'm, a, I'm an Arsenal fan. Uh, North what you, London. What do you think about uh, those those elite teams trying to join uh, make their own league? It's some rude shit. Need to cut that shit out. They're too good. Like they don't. They don't want to play with the, the weekend. Yeah, I mean that's like, what the Champions League already already takes care of that. You know, mm-hmm. since you know the best teams in Europe. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why they need to do that. It's greedy. It's mm-hmm. greedy shit that they need to cut that cut that shit out. Sure. So, so June. Not happen, so in June June fifteenth, right? Uh, they're supposed to everything. California is supposed to be open again. Yeah, exactly. So that means we'll that means like this bar can go back to normal. That's what the yeah, that's the idea. We'll see. Um, it's still gonna be a while before people are comfortable coming inside. Mm-hmm. So right now we have fifty percent capacity because we serve food. Yeah. But we're often not anywhere near fifty percent capacity because people are just not comfortable coming inside a bar. But but we have very good ventilation here, so mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm in danger anybody. Shit, I think it's the I think it's the opposite. I think people are just dying to go back inside. People are just dying to go back to normal. As soon as they say, boom, the shit is over, everyone's going to be running inside this motherfucker. That's yeah, what I, I hope think. So. We're trying to set it up so we'll be you know, ready for it. Mm-hmm. So do you have any uh, do you have any plans with the place? Yeah. It, um, it's kind of evolved into more of a music venue mm-hmm. as much as it is a craft beer bar. So you have you have bands and shit come here. Before? Yeah, we've got a band coming in today. So Saturday and Sundays we have. Now we started doing 
live acts from in the afternoon from five to eight, mm. and DJs Friday and Saturday nights, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, mm. and it's working out all right. We're supporting local musicians and DJs and art shows and yeah, all that. So how do how do these local bands uh, get in contact with you? Like, do they just walk up here and be like, "Oh, we, we want to perform"? Yeah, they basically come through here and what's talk the process? About it, you know? Yeah, so it's just uh, yeah, there's so many musicians that want to just want a place to play. Mm. There's so few places for them to play. So mm. yeah, okay. Now, do you have a bunch of uh, old cocaine buddies that still uh, come and see you at the bar? No, thank God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all that's in the past. I gotta put that shit behind me. I wouldn't be alive if I kept doing that shit. Did you ever overdose? Uh, no, just it's, yeah, it's too hard on my body. Mm. It's just a cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, and you can't, out to yeah, you can't do it over over time. It ends up wrecking you. Yeah, you're too old to be doing. Uh, Physically, doing, spiritually, doing cocaine. emotionally. So what do you do? Just drink and, drink and smoke now? Smoke weed, drink beer. Mm. Okay. Got to get up the nerve to do some mushrooms soon. <laughs> do you ever spend a night in this bar? Huh? Do you ever spend a night in this bar? Yes, mm. I have. Okay. Several times indeed, yeah. Are you allowed to have like strippers in this bar? No, I think that would be a great thing. A great addition to this bar would be a stripper pole. It's the next step. Is that uh, something that you have to get cleared with the city to do? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, uh, you have to have a permit to sneeze in this town. Damn, so, you got to have a permit for everything. Huh? Permit for everything. It's fucked up. How can a, how can a middleman live? Yeah, the state of California is not the easiest place to run a business at all. Mm. It's one of the harder states to. Is more lenient in uh, New Orleans? Yes. And Portland and almost every everywhere else, it's easier to to do what you want to do. What do you like? Most. What do you like more about New Orleans? Than like California? more about New Orleans? Yeah. Um, the, the amount of live music and musicians and yeah, yeah, that is crazy. Because when I was in New Orleans, it seemed like every bar had a band playing. Yeah, that there's, was a good thing. Yeah. yeah, there's a tremendous amount of live music and uh, marching bands. Mm. Second line marching bands going down the street randomly. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty unique spot. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and there's also a heavy African American vibe there that's not here that much anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's got. It's definitely still. It's, Did you? It's a. It's majority of the city is black. So it's got. It's completely. Which is here. It's just. Not the case. It's, it's mostly right. I mean, it's very diverse, but it's just not as as, as significant. I mean, there's a history of, of, of African American culture here, but it's not, you know, like it is down there. Did anymore. you dabble? In, huh? uh, did you dabble in the black woman when you were in New Orleans? <laughs> did you fuck any black bitches in New Orleans? Oh, um, in New Orleans? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, um, yes. Uh, nice. Have you ever been married? No. No? I got my ass kicked by a couple of girls I was going to marry and I decided not to, not to get married. <laughs> they might have done me a favor. Yeah, you seem like a toxic motherfucker to be in a relationship with. Huh? So you seem like a toxic person to be in a relationship with. <laughs> no, me? Not so much. No? No. No, I'm pretty easy going. Mm. But, um, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
What uh, do you have any children? Do I have any children? No. No. That's good. But kids like me. That's got to count for something. Are you mad that you don't have any children? I would like to have a kid. I would like to have had a kid. Yeah, I think I'd be a pretty good dad. Mm. But um, but yeah, you know, it's what it is. It is what it is. All right. So you have the bar since 2007. Yeah. It's 2021. And we're surrounded by uh, bars and businesses right on this street. And you've been here for a long time. What, uh, how do you feel when you see these other bars around you closing and uh, other places opening up and shit like that? I feel lucky to still be around. I mean, I could easily have been closed. I mean, there's really, there's not a lot of reason why I'm here except that the bar's here, except that I came back from New Orleans to sit in the doorway mm-hmm. and just ride it out, ride COVID out. That's what I've done. And people are thankful. They want to have this place around. The neighborhood really wants this bar around. So that's pretty much, you know. And I need to make a living off it. So. Yeah. Uh, have you set up a GoFundMe? No. No. No, I haven't. I got a, a one state grant for fifteen grand. Was it? Um, and then a PPP loan back in May that had to go to my employees. Most of it. Yeah. Um, so we're still trying to get money. Mm-hmm. to try to pay back all the debt. We've got about 100 grand in back rent and mm. PG&E mm-hmm. and old beer, old beer that I owe money on, you know, all that shit. So I still got a lot a lot of work to do. What do you mean you owe money on the beer? Huh? What do you mean you owe money on the beer? What do you, what's that? You well, like- invoices from, from beer we bought back in last uh, March that so we couldn't sell. Uh, Sat there, got stale, and then the, the uh, some of the distributors bought it back. Some of them didn't. So mm-hmm. I still got to pay thousands and uh mm. invoices pg e and, and rent so mm. so yeah it's uh it's gonna be a while before I, I make any money off this place yeah if i do if i ever do yeah well, i'm pretty sure you do i'm pretty sure you would uh once things start opening you just gotta jazz like jazz up the place the music is a good uh is a good idea. Yeah, it'll I think track, that's going to be the, the, uh, the identity of this place. Is, mm-hmm. uh, DJs and, and live music. Um, yeah, because people love people love when you have music and and beer. Hell yeah! Those are like literally the only two things that you need. Yep, that's it. And so people, that's people, 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 will, people will flock in. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Well, uh, I want to thank. I want to thank you for joining me. This is a short episode because he has to go back to work. Uh, But I want everyone to, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, to come to Guess. How do you pronounce this shit? Gestalt. Gestalt. Come to Gestalt in San Francisco in the Mission and support. Have a beer. Listen to some music. Do some coke in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, don't let me know about it. Yeah, and have a good time. Uh, Dan, you wanna? You have any last words? Like, yo, tell the people uh, where they can, like, promote yourself. Or tell the people where they can find the bar and if they have any questions. And yeah, shit. we're yeah. here on the Vortex on 16th Street, 3159 16th. And yeah, we're beer and sausage, pinball, lots of pinball, pinball tournaments, mm. and kick-ass music, mm. and good folks. And we're drama free. No booze. No 20 year old, 20, 
four-year-old girls mm. growing up getting date raped on that shit. We're not doing that shit here. <laughs> I can't get that drunk. Yeah. So what's up, man? And yeah, we're supporting local artists and kick-ass beer. Nice. Kick-ass beer. Well, you don't got Blue Moon, do you? Blue Moon? Yeah, do you got Blue Moon? No, we got, we got the Allagash White, which is what Blue Moon's trying to do. Okay. It's like a Belgian wit. So okay, okay. we got that style. Lots of wheat beer, German wheat beer, and Weissbier. Right. And all kinds of good IPAs and, yeah, stouts and porters and pilsners and lagers. I know you got at least one bottle of whiskey back there <laughs> secretly. Can I get a shot of whiskey? Not me. I will, admit, <laughs> will not admit to that. Uh, shit. Oh, all right. Well, this is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. Thank you, Daniel. And we are out. Thanks, Jordan. You.